fundraising from the business sector, some practical advice to help you raise corporate giving. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakavich from the Fundraising School, and I'm joined today by Dr. Dwight Burlingame, a nationally recognized expert who literally wrote the book on fundraising from the business sector, from which we've developed a two-day course that you can attend. And Dwight, thanks so much for being with us on this first day from the Fundraising School. You know, when we fundraise from individuals, we need to know each donor's particular motivation. And Dwight, your research shows that the business sector has some categories of motivation when they give. What do fundraisers need to know? Well, first of all, they need to know that companies are in business. Mm -hmm. And what's the purpose of a business? To make money. To make money, you bet. And you can't do good if you don't do well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the fundamental principle here is you have to be able to make a profit in order to weigh, in order to give away some of that profit to charity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the fundamental purpose, number one, is how does it help your business? And if fundraisers would think about the corporation and the questions they're asking, in which ways can I help my business? Number one, and most importantly for fundraisers, I think, is the issue of building employee morale, mm -hmm. number one. Because if you have higher morale, all the studies show you'll have greater productivity. Greater productivity equals more money. And so it's really important to know how do you build morale. And well, one of the best ways of building morale is to have a organized company volunteer program mm -hmm. managed by the company. And therefore, if it's managed by the company, the employee does in fact increase their productivity. So a volunteer program is number one. Mm -hmm. How do your employees engage with their charities or those that you have an interest in as the corporation? So tying something that's good for the company and the ability to look at other things in terms of interest of your employees, put that all into a volunteer program, mm -hmm. and you'll have a successful engagement uh, with the nonprofit. So what does the nonprofit need to do? How do I, how do I as a fundraiser, match my mission with the company's mission? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In a way that encourages employee recruitment, retention and morale and so we're seeing this with volunteer days or employers giving their employees paid time off each week to go out and volunteer and Dwight what are you seeing in terms of uh, businesses giving in terms of matching their employees giving or giving dollars where their employees volunteer is that something that's on the upswing that definitely is on the upswing and there's a recent report that was done by the um, corporate it's called corporate uh, philanthropy and their report, it's a consulting firm, mm -hmm. they identified that in this, uh, one of the largest factors has been where there's an uptick mm -hmm. is actually in employee giving and employee giving that is motivated and enhanced by the company. So the company giving value to uh, a culture that encourages participation and having that kind of good value, if you will, being added. So it's not just making a profit, it is also doing good while you're making the profit. And so one key aspect as it relates to employees and helping employers with their employee recruitment, retention, and morale is in your annual fund on that response mechanism 
ask a simple question. Does your employer match your gift? And we had that visitor from the Gates Foundation who said that in 2017, $6 billion went undonated because as fundraisers, we did not ask that simple question. That's how common this is as businesses are tying in much of their charitable giving with their employees. So employees are a big factor. What are some of the other motivations in the business sector? Um, obviously, how do I enhance my product mm -hmm. if I'm in that kind of business um, and um, make it known to my customers and therefore how does the nonprofit, how does your company, how are you doing something that will engage what the company wants to accomplish in terms of their product? Uh, the best examples of this kind of thing is probably in the computing industry, technology. Mm. And you think about um, school corporations, you think about um, various other nonprofits, ha all have this need of of um, having technology and your Apple or your Microsoft or your whoever you are in this business um, being able to get the children in the case of the K through 12 using your product your computer in your obviously it's going to build future mm -hmm, products mm -hmm. so having tying in yes we'll be engaged with you in a more of a partnership and long-term rather than just one-off, which is what a lot of corporate giving, in, especially in smaller markets, has been a one-off on the part of the charity seeking an annual donation mm -hmm. for this or that. Um, it's much less in that mode, if you will. And so thinking about how do you build partnerships that are long-lasting, that are very self-interested for the company at the same time that they will meet your particular match if you, in terms of what you're doing and where you can demonstrate return mm -hmm. to the company. So you're an uh, engineering firm. Well, obviously you're gonna more likely have a, a relationship with Purdue in the sense of their engineering department mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you're producing their talent and they have to have that talent. It goes back to that workforce development opportunity. So we think about helping businesses as they are reaching out to their employees and potential employees. They're looking for good public relations for their product. And Dwight, in that last answer, you mentioned the business self-interest. And I know there are some folks who are viewing or listening to this podcast who are thinking, I get a little nervous thinking about promoting the business sector. Sometimes maybe I'm a little, I don't always agree with how the business sector acts out in our culture. What advice do you have for fundraisers who, when we're saying it needs to be a win-win for the business sector, who might be a little nervous about that? Um, two things come immediately to mind. Mm -hmm. Number one, there's an old document called uh, the Eight Stages of Zadaka written yes. by Moses Menominees right? yes. in the 10th century. And his highest form of giving was what? Self-sufficiency. Give a person a job. Yeah. That's number one. So think about it. Business, what are they doing? They're practicing, in essence, by giving people jobs. They are doing number one in terms of thinking of that ancient and rather a good principle uh, in terms of philanthropy. So we first recognize that. Secondly, pick your partner. Pick a company that 
it's good for them and it's good for mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. You don't want as a nonprofit and as a fundraiser to be embarrassed by a particular product. I mean, if you're the American Cancer Society, it's unlikely you're going to want to be taking money from a tobacco company, right? right? It's just hypocritical in, in any kind of right. relationship. But, um, and then secondly, I think, think about what are, uh, or thirdly, think about the relationship with how you can work with a company in partnership with another company, or mm -hmm. not just another company, but another sector. Think of the funding for something like STEM mm -hmm. education. And so you're going to be wanting partnering with government as well as with the business who are interested in sciences and mathematics and engineering. And um, so you have a multiple source. People don't necessarily like to be out there all by themselves. There's a much greater notion about the risk that I'm taking in investing with you as a nonprofit in this project is also being shared by others because they believe in it. And so you're going to be more likely to be successful. And Dwight, I have an example of my own fundraising career where I fundraised from a manufacturer who then introduced me to uh, a consulting firm that provided employees for that manufacturer, which was a good story to tell to the state's workforce investment board. So it was kind of that win, win, win. And so uh, in the business sector, as Dwight just mentioned, it's important to have a gift acceptance policy. There are some businesses you will not want to fundraise from, just as there are some foundations who you don't pursue. And there are some individuals who are not a match for you. It's just that with the business sector, we need to be thinking about their employees, workforce development, their public relations, how they reach out to their customers, what it means to their product. And if you can find that good alignment with your nonprofit, there are wonderful opportunities to fundraise from the business sector. Again, uh, Dr. Burlingame has the chapter uh, in Achieving Excellence in Fundraising uh, on this topic. He has written the book separately on this topic comprehensively uh, that is out in the marketplace. And that has all been condensed into a two-day class fundraising from the business sector here at the fundraising school where we have a dozen other public courses, custom training that we can bring to you, quarterly webinars, as well as this weekly podcast. And all this information is available online at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. You are now up to date on this first day from the fundraising school.